This is Matthew J. Moore with Cryptocurrency with Matthew J. Moore, and I am sitting here with Andre DeCastro from Blockchain of Things. Man, it is good to be sitting with you. I know you were on the radio show recently. Uh, how is Bitcoin 2022 treating you? Oh, thank you for having me. Bitcoin 2022 has been treating us awesome. This is an incredible event. The amount of people here is mind-blowing. The amount of technology and interest that Bitcoin is getting these days is just exciting. Love it. Well, uh, you guys are in the exhibit hall. You have a booth. Uh, what's the response and the conversations been like with what you guys are offering this industry? It's been really interesting because uh, most people come up to us and they don't realize that you can build full-blown applications on our platform and we're pure Bitcoin. They expect that from uh, other blockchains such as Ethereum and the Ethereum clones and competition when they realize that we can build even more robust smart contracts and connectivity on bitcoin a trusted global ledger they get very excited and for those who didn't listen to the previous episode uh, when we had you on the radio uh, can you describe to listeners uh, just exactly how your software works in, in a little bit more detailed fashion absolutely so um, we're a second layer technology on the global bitcoin blockchain it's funny because our company is called Blockchain of Things and we don't have a blockchain, right? So we're a pure play, second layer technology. M many of your listeners might have heard of the Lightning Network, which is a second layer technology that allows people to transmit value. That's the only thing we don't do. We don't transmit value. We actually um, abstract or hide the Bitcoins from the Bitcoin blockchain so you can just have a development environment and an interface to build rich, robust applications and never have to interact with Bitcoin. It works great for small companies. It works great for large companies alike. And uh, it's just a, a great fun way to do it because we also have what's called low-code tools which are drag and drop environments where you don't have to write code and you can get really fun functionality. Where's where's the future of the blockchain of things? In five to 10 years, what do you guys want to be accomplishing? Is there additional features? Are there, you know, is there a vision or a plan that you have? Uh, yes, there is. So initially we built blockchain of things geared towards larger companies with a robust API set. More recently, what we've been doing is integrating into a low-code environment, which means, uh, if you haven't heard, low-code is all the rage these days. It's the ability to drag and drop components, connect them or wire them up with lines, and have co code automatically generated. But we're, we've started to move into another level. Now we're releasing pre-built mini applications for WordPress. So WordPress has a new layout system called Gutenberg Blocks, and we released 10 okay. Katenis blocks. The name of the product is called Katenis, okay. and we're going to be enhancing this, these blocks and producing more blocks with the goal to never have to develop, right. where you can configure everything on the most popular content management system in the world, which is WordPress, and that's where we're moving. In essence, uh, you know, where do you see the the industry itself uh, going? I mean, are are we on a are we at a threshold or an inflection point uh, in this space? I mean, it's I was at Bitcoin 2021. We're here at Bitcoin 2022. Obviously, a lot of announcements are being made. Uh, prominent politicians are getting involved. Um, 
Where do you think we are in this space right now? It's interesting because if you squint as you walk through the conference, what you're going to see is financial offerings after financial offerings. If it's the ability to fund accounts, invest, even taxes, right? But what you see even less of is traditional functionality on the blockchain. And that's what you're starting to see. So this revolution of NFTs in the space have has now brought art into the space where you're using the blockchain not for a financial means but more of a utilitarian need and then you see companies like my own now there aren't many companies like ours on the floor but i think as time moves on you're going to see more and more companies making offerings that are non-financial in nature using the blockchain for everyday use cases that you would never expect. Recently, Chris Larson, co-founder, Ripple billionaire, uh, trying to do this bankrolling this ad campaign to try to get Bitcoin to move from proof of work to proof of stake. Obviously, I think it's it's a bunch of junk, but uh, I'd love to hear your opinion on this. Uh, Can you can you speak to this? Yeah, I think this is a farce altogether and it's a narrative that that I believe we all should combat, right? So if you look for a while, they were saying that, well, um, it uses too much energy. And the other narrative was when China shuts off mining, Bitcoin's going to collapse. But we know what happened this last year. China shut off all mining. Bitcoin didn't collapse, Right. right? And at the time, the Chinese miners were using... Uh, uh, hydroelectric dams of these big cities, right, that they built that no one was living in, but they couldn't shut down the hydroelectric dams, so they were using that to power the Bitcoin miners. So globally, miners couldn't compete, right? right? So what did the miners in the United States and Europe have to do? They had to find alternative fuel sources, hydroelectric, solar, right? Now we have initiatives in uh, South America, volcanoes powering the proof of work. So this idea that Bitcoin consumes too much energy is not considering where the energy is coming from, number one. Number two on this front is this proof of work encourages a greener planet because we build technologies in an innovative space right Right. to power these mining rigs and if you look at all of the public companies surging today that are using um, proof-of-work miners you'll notice that all of them right right their energy footprint is really really low and their carbon footprint even lower because they have to seek competitive lower cost ways right right to become uh, profitable companies that's on the energy side right on the other side there's a big problem with um, proof of stake right and that is that it makes the people who have the most Bitcoin right make more bitcoins right. and that goes against the ethos of why Bitcoin was created right. Bitcoin was created for the masses right. not the wealthy people. Right. So yeah, a billionaire with a lot of Bitcoins, of course he wants uh, 
proof of stake. Uh, Andre, it's been a great conversation. Thank you for sharing about the new developments uh, with what you guys are doing at Blockchain of Things. Uh, I'm excited to have you back on the radio, and uh, thanks for sitting down and doing an interview with us. Uh, one last question. If people are interested, where can they find you? Great question. <laughs> they can go, of course, to our website at blockchainofthings.com. There's a contact us form. If they're in, um, interested in more information or they haven't been able to get the information from all of our documentation online, and they can follow us at blockchainot on Twitter. Love it. All right. Well, thanks so much.